Romans chapter 5 verse 8 For God commended his love towards us In that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us So it's not about what we have done Or what we will ever do It's about his love for us I can boldly tell you That it's not about what you have done It's not about what you are doing It's not about what you will ever do God loves you And you need to realize that because he loves you He will not lead you in what you are going through now, during the course of this teaching, we have learned a lot. And um, I wouldn't want to take too much time, um, you know, going back uh, on the things that we have learned. Uh, but, you know, it's always important because at any point, I'm a teacher of God's word. At any point in time, I do not want to lose anybody. I want to be sure that everybody is carrying, carried along, including the people who might be joining us for the first time online tonight. Now, we've been learning about our highest prayers. Now, our main text, which is where we started from, is from Romans chapter 8, verse 26. For Paul says, we do not know what we should pray for as we ought to, but the Spirit of God helps our infirmities with groanings that cannot be uttered. In other words, it's not like we do not know how to pray. We know how to pray, <clears throat> but the issue is we do not know how to pray as we ought to. So I tell people when it comes to prayer, there's an, there's an ought to, if you understand what I mean. That means there's an how to pray. Glory to God. And Paul said that the Spirit of God helps our weakness. The Spirit of God bears us up in our weakness. That's what another transition says. He bears us up. He helps us in our weakness. Now, what is that weakness? The weakness is the fact that we know how to pray, but we do not know how to pray as we ought to. So when the Spirit of God comes into our lives and it begins to help us to pray, now that ought to, that means that how to pray with precision and accuracy, the Spirit of God will help us. The Spirit of God will take us from our weakness and will take us to that place of strength in God, whereby when we pray, our prayer becomes powerful. Our prayer eats the target. Our prayer does not, I mean, we don't pray amiss. You know, I, I did uh, an excerpt of the teaching that I've done so far today. I mean, I just picked some words and I posted them on my social media pages. And one of those things uh, that I posted is, the fact, I mean, I've heard a lot of preachers say it. They said, you know, you can pray amiss, but you cannot praise amiss. And you see, those kind of statements, they come when you, when you, you know, maybe in your church, you have, you know, a worship service or you have a concert. Praise God. So pastors, you know, tend to kind of use it to steer people, you know, to want to worship God. But you see, the truth of the matter is, you see, while people can actually pray amiss, because James said there are two things that are responsible, you know, for you not receiving answers from God. He said, number one, <clears throat> he said, you do not ask. That's why you have not received. So the first reason is because you are not asking. That's why you are not receiving. So it's important that you open your mouth and ask. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7, he said, ask and you shall receive. He said, knock on the door and the door shall be opened unto you. So it's important that we ask in the place of prayers. Then the second one that he said, he said, uh, uh, the reason why we do not also receive is because when we pray, we pray amiss. Glory to God. We pray amiss. That means you're supposed to be praying this way, but you are praying this way. 
and that's why you are not receiving from God. But you see, there's something I need you to realize, and that is the fact that when you have the Holy Ghost within you, there is no way when you allow Him to pray through you that you can pray amiss. It can never ever happen. Because when you read further down in that Romans chapter 8 from verse 26, he said that the Spirit of God makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. He makes intercession. That means, you see, when you say somebody makes intercession, that means that person is praying for you. Glory to God. In other words, when I pray in other tongues, what is happening is that my flesh is not the one praying. I am not even the one praying. I am allowing the Holy Ghost to make intercession for me, to pray for me. That is what is going on when I get into the place of prayer and I begin to speak in other tongues. You see, one of the aims of this teaching is to make us understand that our highest prayers is not when we pray in our understanding our highest prayers is when we pray in the holy ghost glory to god when you look at first corinthians chapter 2 which is also another text that we consider i'm trying to carry everybody along right now when you read first corinthians chapter 2 from verse 9 it says eyes have not seen ears have not heard and nobody has ever thought of the things that god has in store for you then it says but it says he said but these things have been revealed unto us by his spirit in other words, the things that eyes have not seen, the things that ears have not heard, the things that nobody has ever thought of, he said they are being revealed unto us by the Spirit of God. They are being shown unto us by the Spirit of God. The one beautiful thing he said in that text, as you read further down, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, from verse 9 downwards, one of the beautiful things <coughs> that Paul said, he said, No man knoweth the things of a man except the spirit of man that is in him, and no man knoweth the things of God except the spirit of God that is inside of God. And I told us that what Paul is saying is that where you are right now, there's nobody that can tell what it is you are thinking. There's nobody that can tell exactly what is on your mind except your spirit. And it's the same thing with God. Nobody can tell the things that God has in his mind. Nobody can tell the things that God wants to do except the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Now, if nobody can tell what I'm thinking except my spirit, and it's the same thing with God, that nobody can tell what God thinks or what he wants to do except the Spirit of God. Now God now gave me that Spirit to live within me. And you see, that Spirit is not just living within me. When I go into the place of prayers, that Spirit helps me to pray. Glory to God. Now, so the beautiful thing is that the spirit of god that knows the mind of god the spirit of god that searches the depth of god the spirit of god that knows what god is thinking the spirit of god that knows what god wants to do is now the one on my inside that is now helping me to pray now can you beat that can you imagine can you beat that i mean that's the height of prayers glory to god when you engage the holy ghost when you engage the Spirit of God in the place of prayer, when you allow the Spirit of God to pray through you, when you allow Him to, to, just, to, just, to just take over your vocal cords and begin to pray through you. Hallelujah. Now, it's very critical as a Christian that you understand that it is very, very, very important that you are able to pray in the Holy Ghost. Now, firstly, let me show us um, a scripture tonight. Um, 
um, you know, tonight we're just going to look at the importance and why it is good for us to pray in other tongues. Then on Sunday, you know what we're going to do? We're going to talk about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We're going to talk about, and that's why I said in quality church, you need to invite as many friends as possible. It's going to be like a, don't let me say it's going to be like, it's going to be a Pentecost Sunday. There's going to be a heavy baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. In a church, there's going to be a baptism of the Holy Ghost. All over the airwaves, there are people who will tune in on Sunday. And for the first time, those words, those language of the Spirit, they are going to be coming out of your mouth. Because listen to me, there is no distance in the realm of the Spirit. I don't even need to be where you are for the power of God to flow from here to where you are. I don't need to touch you. I don't need to... Do you understand what I'm saying? The power of God is going to break out all through the airwaves like never before on Sunday. Glory to God. And as we pray in the spirit, as people get baptized, miracles are going to begin to take place. The things that eyes have not seen, the things that ears have not heard, the things that nobody has ever thought of will begin to take place in your lives. Hallelujah. I said I want to show us a scripture tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're just going to look at several scriptures so that you will understand that it's important that as a believer, you need to pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And if you've been there, you're thinking, oh, I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't need to pray in the Holy Ghost. I just need to, I just need to pray. I want you to understand that the things that James was talking about can happen to you. You can pray amiss when you pray in your understanding. But there's, there's a kind of prayer. Oh my God, that is, that is, I, I don't know how I should put it. I mean, I remember while growing up, you know, watching this movie, Robin Hood. Glory to God. I mean, the whole Robin Hood growing up. I remember there was a place that there was a competition for men to shoot bow and arrow. I mean, to shoot arrows at a particular target. And people were until, you know, I think they became like three. Three of them left. Two men and Robin Hood. And the two men shot. And they were able to hit I mean, bullseye, boom. The other one came also, boom. You know, and you know the beauty, the beauty of it was that when Robin Hood was now going to shoot, you know what happened? I mean, it was, I mean, I screamed that day as a young man, I can't forget. By the time he was going to shoot his own arrow, the arrow went and it went in between the two arrows. It di it, it's more like it divided the arrows into the two and into two and pierced in between them. I mean, such precision and accuracy. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, there's such precision and accuracy to your prayer. You can never pray amiss when you pray in the Holy Ghost. And that's why it's important for you as a Christian. That's why it's important for you as a believer to be able to pray in other tongues. I said I was going to, can we open our Bibles to the book of Jude? Jude is the book just before uh, the book of Revelations. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <coughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to read from verse 16. Jude, the book of Jude is just one chapter. Now I'm going to read from verse 16. Glory to God. I hope you're listening to me out there. Come on, if you're there, just tap on the screen. I'm still here, Pastor. I'm still here. I'm listening to you. I'm getting blessed. Just type something on the screen. Let me know that you are still out there. Now the book of Jude. Jude is the last book before the book of Revelations. And it's just one chapter. So I'm going to begin to read from verse 16. Now it says... Uh, okay, let me start from uh, let me start from verse. Um, you know, I'm just looking for a very comfortable place to start. 
Let me start from verse um, 15. Now, it says, to execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly among them all, their ungodly deeds which they have committed in an ungodly way. And of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Now look at verse 16. He said, these are grumblers, complainers, walking according to their own lusts. He said, and they mouth great swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. Now look at verse 17. He said, but you, beloved, that means he's talking about you and I. He said, but you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you that there should be mockers in the last time. That means in the last days, there will be mockers in the last times who will walk according to their own ungodly laws. Oh, brother Sechuku, thank you for what you're doing. You can pause verse 18 for me. Verse 18, Jude, verse 18. He said, verse 18, pause verse 18 um, down to uh, verse 20, 18 to 20. Thank you for what you're doing, Brother Sechuku. Jude 1, 18 and 16, uh, sorry, 18 to 20. Now, he says, how that they told you? He said, don't forget the words of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How they told you that there should come in the last days, that there will be mockers in the last, in other words, in the last days where there will be jesters. There will be people who will come and all they do is laugh at you. He said, in the last day, who should walk according to their own ungodly law? Now, these jesters, he says that they are going to walk according to their own ungodly laws. Thank you, Brother Sachiku. He said they're going to walk according to their own ungodly laws. I love the way uh, uh, the, uh, the Living Bible put it. He said that in the last time, there will be these scoffers. He's called them scoffers. Whose whole purpose is in life is to enjoy themselves in every way imaginable. He said they stir up arguments. They love, he said, they still they love the evil things of the world. They do not have the Holy Spirit living in them. Can you see that? These mockers do not have the Holy Ghost. He said, but you, I'm reading from the living trans, the living Bible now that Bolo said you could post it on the screen for me. He said, but you, dear friends, he said, build up your lives ever more strongly upon the foundation of our holy faith, learning to pray in the power and the strength of the Holy Spirit. Did you see that? If I read to you from the King James, because a lot of people might be holding King James, look at verse 20. He said, but you, beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, he said, praying in what? In the Holy Spirit. Praying. That means, do not forget, dear friends, that you should build up yourself. In other words, one of the ways that we build up ourselves is when we pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When we pray in the Holy Ghost, every time you pray in the Holy Ghost, you are building up yourself. Come on. You are driving. You're on a journey. And I do that a lot. When I'm traveling, especially when I'm traveling alone, it's a time for me. It's a time of prayers for me. I'm driving and I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. Sometimes I have some worship song on in my car. And I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. Lebronda Sata Lagaya. Lefrotushe de Gay. Lebronda Siketele. Leronda Sha. You understand? Sometimes I get so charged in the car. I feel the presence of God in my car. 
I feel it so strong. And you know, I mean, how would you <coughs> travel on that kind of frequency and you think that you're going to have an accident? Praying in the spirit. He said, beloved, don't forget there will be mockers in the last times. There will be people who are jesters. You know, there are people today who when you pray in the Holy Ghost beside them, they laugh. I don't know, maybe you still encounter them. There are even churches that don't believe in speaking in tongues. That if you go there and you start praying in the Holy Ghost, people may probably shift for you and like, <laughs> you understand? They create a space for you. He said, these are mockers and they will exist in the last times. And one of the things about these mockers is that they do not have the Holy Ghost. He said, but beloved, dear friends, but beloved, remember, remember, don't forget, build up your lives. If you look at the, I think it's the Amplified Translation, brother said, if I can find the Amplified Translation for me and put it on the screen for me, that's, um, you know, verse 20, uh, Jude verse 20. From the Amplified Translation. He says, he said, uh, 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 but beloved, remember, building up yourself like an, he says, right, that you should rise like an edifice. You know how an edifice rise. You know, I study continuous surveying in school, and I know a lot about construction. You know, a lot of times when you, when you want to build a skyscraper, when you, when you want to build an edifice, you know, one of the things that happens is that you have, you have depth. When it comes, oh, oh, thank you. Look at this, the Amplified. He said, but you, beloved, build up yourself on the foundation of your most holy faith. Continual progress. I like that. Continual progress. Then he says, rise like an edifice, higher and higher, pray in the Holy Spirit. Did you see that? So, one of the things that happens to you when you pray in the Spirit, when you pray your highest prayer, is that there's continual progress in your life. There's continual progress. Then another thing is that you rise like an edifice. You keep going higher and higher. I was about telling us about construction. That when you want to build a bungalow, you know, you want to build just a story building and all of that. I mean, there's a depth of foundation that you have. But when you want to build a skyscraper, you want to build like, like 50 floors. You know, that those kind of buildings. You know, you have to go deep when it comes to the foundation. And you need to have a lot of reinforcement. I mean, there's going to be a whole lot of work on the foundation to the point that a man that is building just a bungalow, it's possible that he might even have completed his bungalow. You that is building an edifice, you are still in your foundation. <laughs> but you know the beauty of it is that by the time you begin to come up, you will get to the level where the man who has a bungalow, you will get to his level. And by the time you get to his level, because you are not stopping there, you will continue to go higher and higher. And you know what is going to happen? The man who has a bungalow will begin to look at you and he will begin to see that you are going higher and higher and higher and higher. You're going to continue to rise up and that is what happens to you when you and i i mean to us when you and i when we pray in the holy spirit when we pray in the holy ghost listen to me i pray in the holy ghost a lot i pray in the holy ghost i pray in my car i pray i pray when i'm walking sometimes i'm even sleeping even in my sleep i'm praying in the holy ghost lebron nasata here little i mean it's it's just a part of me 
Sometimes, uh, you know, people exclaim, you know, exclamation. Do you understand? You know, some people say, yay. Do you understand? You mean say, ha. You know, <laughs> do you understand? You know, sometimes for me, my exclamation is in the Holy Ghost. I mean, I'm thrilled. Instead of saying, yay. I mean, there are words. I mean, I, I, I'm just continually in that mood of prayers. Glory to God. I'm continually in that mood of prayer. You rise like an edifice. Glory to God. Glory to God. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you rise like an edifice. Oh my God, can I tell you that tonight we're going to have some little time to pray in the Holy Ghost. Can I say to you again, can I prophesy that tonight as we pray our highest prayers, as we pray in the Holy Ghost, you will rise above your fears. You will rise above your shame. You can type a memo on the screen if you're listening to me out there. Come on, you will rise above your fears. You will rise above your shame. You will rise above your sickness. You, I mean, that sickness you will rise above your pain, above your shame, above everything that has held you down. You're going to rise in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth by the power of the Holy Ghost. As you pray tonight, you're going to rise. You will rise above the flood. You will rise above the storm. Come on, your business will rise above the pandemic. Your business will rise above the things that is happening in the world right now. You are going to rise as you pray in the Holy Ghost. Everyone listening to me, how there tonight as you pray in the Holy Ghost you will rise above your shame you will rise above your pain you will rise your business will rise with you your career will rise with you while others are saying there's a casting down you will say that there's a lifting up that is going to be your testimony as we pray in the Holy Ghost the Bible says we rise like an edifice we rise like an edifice we go higher and higher and higher and higher and higher above the pains of the world, above the shame, above the plan of the enemy, above the plan of the wicked one. We rise. Oh my God, I prophesy to you tonight that you are rising. You are rising. Rising out of your shame. Rising out of your pain. Rising out of, out of obscurity. You're coming into limelight. The Lord is taking you from the backside. He's taking you to the front side in the name of Jesus. Never will you remain the same again. The power of God is going to come upon you as you pray in the Holy Ghost. You will rise. Oh my God, the things that eyes have not seen, the things that ears have not heard, the things that nobody has ever thought of will begin to take place in your life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You will rise like you have never risen before. In this season, when everybody's complaining, in this season, when everybody's saying things are going down, for them. I speak into your life. You are going to rise in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Everyone that is tuned in right now, listening to me on Mixler, whatever channel it is you're listening to me from, you will rise. You will rise. You will rise above the scarcity. You will rise above the sickness ravaging the world right now. You will rise above COVID-19. You will rise above the pandemic. You will rise while others are saying there's a casting down you will say that there's a lifting up it will be your testimony come on say amen to that you can type amen on the screen amen I believe it amen I believe it amen I believe it amen simply means so be it the words coming out of my mouth right now oh my god I stand in the office of a prophet right now and I speak over your life you will rise you will rise just as that scripture said we will rise like an edifice you 
will rise above your shame, above your sickness, above above everything that has held you bound. You will rise. You will rise. You will rise. Oh my God, I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody's rising. Somebody's rising, somebody's rising, rising, somebody's rising, somebody's rising. Oh my God, there's somebody out there who people felt you will never amount to anything, but the power of the Holy Ghost is coming upon you tonight, and that power is making you rise out of obscurity in the name of Jesus. You are rising, you're coming out of your pain, you are coming out of your shame, you are coming out of your pain, out of your shame, out of everything that has held you bound. You are arising by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Type on the screen, Amen. I believe that the power of God is coming upon you. You are rising. You are rising. Rising above the shame. Rising above the flood. Rising above every plans of the wicked world. People are gathered against you. But come on. That power is taking you above. That power is taking... Oh my God, I feel like a prophet tonight. That power is taking you above. It's taking you above you are rising above above what they have said about you above the perception of you above the trials of the world above the shame oh my god above the temptation you are rising in the name of jesus christ oh my god i feel i feel like a prophet come on say amen wherever you are in quality church say amen come on somebody you're listening to me online type amen on the screen you are rising you are rising you are oh my god i don't know who i'm speaking night but that word kept coming that word kept coming you are rising they feel you're going to sink but you are rising they feel you're going to go down but you are rising they feel it's all over for you but you are rising they feel no good thing that can come out of your family but you are rising listen to me they said the same thing about Jesus they said can any good thing come out of Nazareth but you and I know that not only a good thing came out of Nazareth but the best thing came out of Nazareth Nazareth, listen to me. Your best is going to, oh my God. Who am I talking to tonight? Your best is going to show up in this season. Your best is going to show up in this season. Somebody, oh my God, somebody listening to me right now. You are evolving. You are evolving. You are evolving. You are, oh my God, you're meta, oh my God, you're metamorphosing. You are, you are, you are evolving. You are evolving. You are evolving. There's a change going on. There's a transition going on in your life. There's a movement going on in your life. There's progress going on in your life. Oh my God, I feel the Spirit of God moving over the airwaves. He's reaching out to you in Kuala Church, in Akure, in Lagos, in Canada, in US, wherever you're watching from. I feel the power of God moving through the airwaves. It's touching you right where you are. There's power. There's power available. And that power is making you rise. He's making you rise. He's making you rise. Rise, rise, rise. Oh my God. Who am I talking to tonight? Rise like an edifice. Rise like an edifice. Come on, rise. Rise, arise. Shine for thy light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Arise, shine, for thy light has come. For the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Gross darkness may cover the earth. Gross darkness may cover the people. But upon you, the light of God will arise. The light of God will arise. You will rise and you will shine. You will rise, you will shine. Oh, Gentiles will come to the rising of thy light. Kings will come to the rising of thy 
my life. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, there's progress. I'm, oh my God, I'm prophesying tonight. There's progress in your life. There's progress in your marriage. There's progress in your job. There's progress in your career. There's progress in your ministry. You're going forward. You're going forward. When others think that it's all over for you, God is going to open a new chapter of your life. People look down on you. People feel it's all over. People feel we've gotten to the end of you. But listen to me. It is not the end. It is just a bend. And from that bend, you are going to that place that God has designed for you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. I don't know what happened to me right now. But I know that the Spirit of God wanted me to say those words. Oh, the Spirit of God wanted me to declare those words upon you. The Spirit of God wanted me to say those words to you. The Spirit of God wanted you to align with those words. And you will see the evidence. You will see the evidence. You will see the evidence. It will be evident in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right, let's quickly get back to our teaching. Our time, our time is gone. Oh my God, the Spirit of the Lord just took over right now. I'd like to read one or two more scriptures for us tonight. Uh, before we go ahead and pray, then don't forget on Sunday, we're going to be talking about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You see, one other reason <coughs> why it's important that you as a Christian, you are able to pray in the Holy Ghost is in John chapter 7. I've been, I mean, I've been reading this to us. Um, I've been quoting this, even on Monday prayer meetings, I've been quoting this. If you've been following the Monday prayer meetings, look at John chapter 7 from verse 37. He says, on the last day, that great day of the feast, he said, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if anyone thirsts, he said, let him come to me and drink. He said, he who believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart, Another transition says, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. Now look at what verse 39 says. He said, but this he spoke concerning the spirit. That means Jesus was talking about the spirit. He said, whom those believing in him will receive, for the Holy Spirit was not given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Can you see that? Because Jesus had not yet been glorified, he said, he was saying these things, that those who will believe in me, that will receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that out of their heart, another transition says, out of their belly shall flow the rivers of living water. And Jesus was talking about those who are going to believe in him, who will receive the baptism of the Spirit. Now, don't forget, at this time he had not yet been glorified. But after the glorification of Jesus and there's a baptism of the Holy Ghost, at any time you pray in the Holy Ghost, he said, out of your belly shall flow the rivers of living water. Oh my God. I told us on Monday that anytime I pray in the Holy Ghost, I have this strange, I mean, it's not, I won't call it strange. I have this imagination up there that as I'm praying, as those words are coming out of my mouth, I have this imagination that there's an outpouring of a river coming out of me, gushing out of me. And that river is a river of living water. And that wherever that river shall flow, there shall be what? There shall be life. Wherever that river shall flow, there shall be life. There will be life. 
So when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you know what happens? There's a river gushing out of you, and it's a river of living water. And you know what happens? Because that river is a river of living water, when it flows into your job, um, come on, things that are dead, they come alive. When it flows into your marriage, your marriage is dying, it comes alive. When it flows into your job, if your job is dying in your business, whatever it is, it begins to come alive because there's that river. It's called the rivers of living water. Oh, can I show you one more scripture tonight? Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I just need you to know that as a Christian, you cannot afford to live your life and not be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. You must be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Not just baptized in the Holy Ghost. You must be baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Don't forget that when we're reading 1 Corinthians chapter 2, I think from verse 6, he was talking about words. For those of you that have been following this teaching, he was talking about words. He was talking about wisdom. That there's a wisdom we speak. That goes beyond the wisdom of this world. You see, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, what is happening to you goes beyond what your human mind can capture. Oh my God. You don't understand what I'm talking about. You know, several years ago, I remember a testimony. I just had this urge to pray. I had this strong urge to pray. And I was in a place where I couldn't, I couldn't really, you know, just leave and just go to a corner to pray. Do you understand what I'm saying? But I had that urge to pray. But I've always learned... That any time there's an urge to pray, all I need to do is even if I can't pray, even if it's an office area where there's silence, I can mutter silently under my breath. I can pray in the Holy Ghost. I can pray under my breath. So I began to mutter those words where I was. There was no time to separate myself. It was during the day. I was in an office. But I had that urge to pray. So, and I didn't even know, you know the interesting thing was, I didn't even know what I was going to pray about, but I just knew I had that urge. So because I had that urge, and I didn't know what to pray about, I just started praying in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you understand, I was, I was muttering those words under my breath. Then the following day, my younger brother called me, and he said, you know what, yesterday, I didn't know what happened. He said, I looked to the right, I looked to the left. And I, I mean, that's the rule when you want to cross the road. You look to the right, you look to the left, then you look to the right again before you cross. He said, I observed all of that. He said, but as I entered the road, I don't know where that trailer was coming from. He said, brother, I mean, that trailer almost knocked me out. I would have been dead by now. And you know what I asked him? I said, about what time was that? And when he told me, I realized that it was the moment that I had that urge to pray that I did not have an idea of why I even wanted to pray. Can you see the work of the Spirit? Can you see the work of the Holy Ghost in our life? Now look at, let me read, if this is the last scripture I'm going to read for tonight, that's in Mark chapter 16, at the last verse. Look at verse 17, Mark chapter 16, verse 17. Jesus said, and these signs will follow them who believe. That means those who are going to be called believers, these are the signs that will follow them. In other words, if you are a believer, one of the things that will make us know that you are a believer are these. Now let me read them to you. He said, in my name, they will cast out demons. Oh my God. Oh my God, can I, can I say this to you? In Kuala Church, 
as you are gathered there. That is not only your pastor that can cast out demons. It's not only your pastor that can do deliverance. It's not only your pastor that can tell demons to, to move and they move. He said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. Can I ask you a question? Are you a believer? Are you a believer? If you are a believer, look at what Jesus, these words are written in red in my Bible. It's a red letter translation that I'm using. It means that these words were spoken by Jesus. He said, in my name, they will cast out demons. They will cast out demons. He said, they will, they will take up serpents. That means with their bare hands, they will take up serpents. I know a lot of us are scared of serpents. But listen to me. Jesus said you can. It happened to Paul. Even though Paul was not the one that went to pick the serpent up. The Bible says the serpent fastened itself to the hands of Paul. But you know what happened? It fastened itself to the hand of Paul. But Paul was not affected by the venom of that, of that, of that snake. He was not affected. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says he shook the snake into the fire. He shook. They will pick up something. What, what other thing? He said if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt. It will by no means hurt them. Glory to God. I, I think I missed the, that spot. One of the things, one of the signs is also that they will speak with new tongues. They will speak with new tongues. Ha, 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 ha. Those that believe in Jesus, those who believe in Jesus, they will speak with new tongues. They will speak with new tongues. They will open their mouth and they will speak in a language that they have never been taught before. They will open their mouth and they will declare words in the language that they have never been taught before. I told us, was it last week on Sunday, that some of us, we have the gift of divers of tongues. You know, one of the gifts of the Spirit is the gift of divers of tongues. Some of us have it. There are people who pray in tongues, and they've been praying in tongues since <laughs> 1864. And it's the tongue that they've been speaking since 1864 that they are still speaking right now. Now, I don't mean that badly. Glory to God. But there are some of us who have the gift. It's one of the gifts of the Spirit, the gift of divers of tongues. That when we go into prayers <clears throat> and we begin to wage war, spiritual warfare, by the help of the Holy Ghost, we can pray in a language that we have never learned. I've prayed in Chinese before. I knew I was speaking Chinese. I prayed in Arab Arabian language before. I just knew at that time that if an Arabian, Arabian man or woman was around, they will understand what it is I'm saying. The gift of divers of tongues. Oh my God. He said, These signs shall follow them that believe. They will speak in new tongues. They will cast out demons. They will drink any deadly thing and nothing shall by any means hurt them. They will pick up serpents with their bare hand. Listen to me. There's something about when we pray in tongues is our highest prayer. Wherever you are right now, in the next five, oh my God. I make it five minutes in the next three minutes. I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray in other tongues. Right then, quality church, as we end tonight's teaching, right then, quality.
That message was from the stables of Love's Domain Family Assembly. Senior pastors are Pastor Banji and KG Oladipo. To reach this ministry, send a mail to lovesdomainfamily at gmail.com. Remain blessed.